everyone. Welcome to Timeline Scavengers, the podcast specifically designed to last forever. I'm James Anderson, one of your hosts. And I'm Colin Parker, one of your other hosts. On this show, we're going through the MCU in historical order, scene by scene, forever. From the dawn of time to the end of our time. Uh, James, I believe we've got a little bit more prologuing. Uh, yeah. Probably, honestly, once again, for the next few months. So yep. what's the next prologue moment? That you've got for us. Let me let me get my Disney Plus account open. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Tell me which th- one. Yeah, to click this on. is special uh um uh Black Panther history lesson segment. Uh this one is Black Panther uh start at 110 and end at 118. And you're gonna end um the lines in this are going to be the Wakandans used vibranium to develop technology more advanced than any other nation. But as Wakanda thrived. And then you stop it. And then we come back later. <laughs> See, that's why I love this, like this sort of section or like like the way that we do this, where it's like, it just cuts off in the middle of a thought yeah. and it's like, <gasps> and then you'll find out in a few episodes. Exactly. See so, you in three yeah. months. You know, jumps. It's like, it's very funny. Very um, so the range that um, we're going to be tentatively talking about is 2988 BC, which is uh, where we last left our our Norse fellows. Um, And it goes sort of through 200 AD. Uh, So this is going to be just sort of a history of, uh, I guess, you know, like all all of civilization. Here we go. Uh, (laughs) No, so in uh, in the clip, we see buildings rise and battle and walls and battlements go up. And then we end the segment, which again is eight seconds long, um, with a battle raging and elephants being used for war. And um, the Marvel Cinematic Universe wiki wiki page is very interesting. I think we're going to have a lot of, I'm going to say interesting here, but we'll see how interesting they are when we have them. Conversations about uh, some of the stuff we we see here. So. They they make a lot of um they sort of jump to some conclusions calendar wise based on things that are seen and mentioned and saw and talked about. I'm in a on I'm the in a website, section now the, on the website. The, okay, yeah, okay. exactly. So we so there may be coming a time when we have to be like, mm, that doesn't make sense to me because of X, Y, and Z. Sure. So we I might have to just, retcon uh, our own podcast, is what you're saying. Right. We need may need to change change dates to to match what we sort of feel is logical. Sure. Um there's there's one coming up that they're like, here's the evidence for it taking place in this year. Here's the evidence for this year, this year, and this year. Oh, that's fun. We feel like with all the weightedness and, and importance of the evidence for this one, that's the one we picked. I'm like, whew. Yeah, that's, that's heavy. That's to, a big decision. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the, the uh, thought here is, it says, in Black Panther, as Njobu retells Wakanda's history, he tells of how Wakanda thrived as the outside world continued to war, and ti- and a time of war involving war elephants is shown. War elephants were used from around 1100 BC to the 15th or 16th centuries, so around 1500. Mm. And says the middle of 1100 BC and 1500 AD is 200 AD. So 200 AD is sort of like, I don't know, battlements, war elephants. It's a whole, you know, it's like the height of It's like of averaging fashion. out, basically. Yeah. It's like, are you? Did you show up this battle without an elephant? 
what what are you even doing here? Get, get out of here. Don't show and up then, to a war elephant battle with just a war, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, get get on the war elephant. We're going shopping. Yeah, um, I couldn't think of another animal. That's embarrassing. I was like, without like don't show up to a war elephant battle with a war ostrich. There you go. Like that was there you go. There so you go. much easier. But like instead I was like with a war uh, open-ended elephant? question mark. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. With a war other elephant? <laughs> Actually, we're gonna little preview. We're gonna talk about different kinds of war elephants. Oh my Colin. god, Thanks I can see the future. Um all right, so let's talk a little bit about uh the development of civilization in sure. Africa. Um I found some stuff about sort of this time period, and it says between twenty five hundred and three thousand years ago. Bantu-speaking peoples began a millennia-long series of migrations eastward from their homeland around southern Cameroon. This Bantu expansion introduced agriculture into much of the African Great Lakes region. Just real quick, African Great Lakes, African Great Lakes Avengers, just saying. During the following 15 centuries, the Bantu slowly intensified farming and grazing over all suitable regions of East Africa, in the process of making contact with Austronesian and Arabic-speaking settlers on southern coastal areas. Sure. Sorry, one so, second. I'm pulling up a map because, like, I, I can follow most of this, but, like, yeah. I don't even really know America, like, as right. a map. So, like, I need sure. I need a frame of reference. Okay, I, I actually see uh, already just from precursory glances, I've seen three of the places you've mentioned already. Like, just <laughs> without even having to really look at it. So, I'm, I'm already yeah. following. Cool. Cool, cool. So basically, uh, it says the latter, being Arabic-speaking settlers, also spread Islam to the coastal belt, but most Bantu remained African traditional religion adherents. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure they don't think of themselves as African traditional religion adherents, but that right. is, I guess. So then basically, um, as we sort of talked about with the in the Mayan episode, um, people stopped hunting, and also in, you know, like history class and, and stuff, mm-hmm. um, people stopped hunting and gathering largely to become farmers. And that happened around this time in Africa. Um, it was, they they talk about basically the Bantu expansion. They basically moved uh, into neighborhoods and were like, what about farms? Is sort of how I <laughs> I look at it. Um, how about says, farms? <laughs> what have, I like that. Have one. you heard of farms? They tried to spread, Colin, the farm wisdom. So we um, we're going to see... Uh, they're moving from West Africa to East Africa, mm-hmm. and they um, they found it says in they encountered in Central East Africa peoples of Cushitic origin, as cam- as cattle terminology in use amongst the few modern Bantu pastoralist groups suggests, the Bantu migrants would acri- acquire cattle from their new Cushitic neighbors, and then linguistic evidence also indicates that Bantus most likely borrowed the custom of milking cattle directly from the Cushitic peoples in the area. Oh. So. Milking cows happens in this eight seconds of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So like, Strong um, or actually the, the Bantu uh, pick it up. I guess the Cushitic people might be already so, okay. doing that. So here's actually a quick question though. Yeah. Um, so, you know, one of the other things like of like the argument of potentially 200, even though some of these things, you know, again, like you were saying, there's like kind of right. different dates. Are we thinking maybe also though, that's the reason why we're also maybe willing to consider it much earlier potentially than some of the context of like the rest of the world because they have yes. the ability yes. to like move forward in their technology. Right. That's you have cool. to imagine in the in the narrative of, of Wakanda that anything we say, they're 
200 years ahead of that. Right, right. Maybe, maybe, maybe it ramps up, but like they certainly have battlements and, and walls and war right elephants, before I'm some sure, of the other folks do. Way right. before, yeah, exactly. Um, which will be a theme. If you stick with us for the next couple of years, you will see that as a theme in Black Panther as well. Um, sort of like they have stuff and they're not letting everyone else have that. Like if Wakanda knew about farming, I don't even know. Like, the, right, yeah. If like, it was, what, what, what was everyone like, else doing? Mm. Were, yeah. Yeah. Still, well, I mean, they, they would have just been still in like the majorly yeah. hunting. Uh, yeah, exactly. For, for exactly. They would have been like hunting. Yeah, we're, we're doing that too. I mean, anyways, I got to get back to the farm. I mean, Wakanda, right. hunting place. They're like, they're like, yeah, we definitely don't have farms and like hastily putting up like fake trees and stuff like that. Like, like the like the ancient version of green screens in front of things. To be like, yes, it's, this yeah, backdrop is it's totally It's just real. a green, it's just a green screen. Yeah. Like they just have like, they made it of leaves. Right, exactly. The, the OG green screen is just leaves and trees. And they're like, yep. <clears throat> um, so... Basically, what we're seeing over the course of this is that civilization is sort of moving to sort of spread out over Africa, sort of cultures are mixing. Um, it says on the coastal section of the African Great Lakes region, another mixed Bantu community developed through contact with Muslim Arab and Persian traders, leading to the development of mixed Arab, Persian and African Swahili city states. The Swahili culture that emerged from these exchanges evinces many Arab and Islamic influences not seen in traditional Bantu culture as do the many Afro-Arab members of the Bantu Swahili people. So you can see, like, the Bantu sort of blended with everyone as they as they went. Mm. Um, and then it says, just as sort of, uh, sort of finally getting to the other coast, it says, uh, the earliest Bantu inhabitants of the east coast of Kenya and Tanzania encountered by these later Arab and Persian settlers have been various, variously identified with the trading settlements of Rapta, Azania, and Menutheus referenced in early Greek and Chinese writings from AD 50 to AD 500, hmm. ultimately giving rise to the name for Tanzania. Oh, uh, okay. These early writings perhaps uh, document the, these early writings perhaps document the first wave of Bantu settlers to reach central East Africa during their migration. So over the course of the time we're seeing maybe a little bit beyond that, the Bantu people sort of spread out and, and kind of, you know, yeah, kind of like that and sort of like, you know, people always talk about places like, you know, New York City or New Orleans being yeah. sort of like the melting pot. Yeah. Like this is sort of like the melting pot effect, yeah. for, for lack of a better term, like within Africa. Um, it's like it's like a Bantu diaspora too. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, the the starting point and it sort of just ejects and spreads all over the all over the continent. Yeah, like pretty so much that, like what what civilization just is yeah, in general. Like exactly. it's no longer smaller developments. It's like you're having like full on like towns is like what you're talking yeah. about. But what I want to what I especially want to emphasize here is amid all of this Bantu stuff, Wakanda is not participating. Hmm. So they are still remaining concealed and keeping their stuff to themselves. So none of this applies to what we're going to see in Black Panther, which is interesting because it, we do see some African culture that would have been influenced by this, which means that there has to be in the history some like venturing out and, and you know, partaking even before like right. they could they could do like, you know, in, I'm sure that like sh not to spoil, but Shuri heard what is the what are those right. from Wakanda? Right, right. Well, but, yeah, it's, it's they're, they're not so closed off that they don't. Yeah. See what happens outside. It's that 
they keep secret what actually happens there. Right. They're sort of intake, no outtake sort of right. sort of deal, like import, no export. Yeah. Um, but now here, now we're, we've reached uh, the part that I've been excited to talk about for several weeks. Tom, hmm. let's talk about war elephants. Yes. So, okay. Yeah. Tell me about war elephants. War. Oh my God. I can't even say it. War elephants. There we go. <laughs> All right. So the first elephant species to be tamed was the Asian elephant, and it was used in agriculture. Okay. It says, elephant taming, not full domestication, as they are still captured in the wild, rather than being bred in captivity, may have begun in any of three different places. It says the Indus Valley, uh, Yellow River Valley in Shang, Shang China, or uh, Mesopotamia. So there's different places, but eventually elephants were a thing. Uh, it says by 850 BC, the Mesopotamian elephants were extinct. And by 500 BC, the Chinese elephants were seriously reduced in numbers and limited to areas well south of the Yellow River. So I guess the Indus Valley civilization uh, wins that particular one. Hmm. So it says uh, it is commonly thought that all war elephants were male because of males greater aggression. But it is rather because a female in battle will run from a male Therefore, only males could be used in war, whereas female elephants were commonly used for logistics. So because the mm. female elephant's going to be like, I'm not messing with you. I'm going to go protect my my family, you know, my family, my, right. my herd or whatever. You could use it like they would avoid the danger. So you use them for like recon mm. and then you take the 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 dumb dummy into the into battle because he's like hey there's another guy that looks just like me get him go fight you. um yeah it's like yeah you know, i got what if a dog sees itself in the mirror it's like who are you yeah yeah exactly um how actually how wakanda got their war elephants is they they put up a reflective surface and just like took all the elephants that attacked in and we're just like ours now <laughs> tricked them um it says uh all right so here we go the Ptolemaic Kingdom and the Punics began acquiring African elephants for the same purpose, as did Numidia and the Kingdom of Cush. The animal used was the North African elephant, which is Loxodonta africana pharaohensis, which would become extinct from overexploitation. Great job, humans. Oh, uh, yeah. These animals were smaller and harder to tame and could not swim deep rivers compared to the Asian elephants. So... It's like the it's like the Yugo of of elephants. It's like it's not as good and also uh, <laughs> actively worse. So like, <laughs> okay. Um, it says um, compared to the Asian elephants used by the Seleucid Seleucid Empire on the east of the Mediterranean, Mediterranean region, particularly Syrian elephants, which stood two point five to three point five or eight point two to eleven point five feet. Sorry, two point five to three point five meters or 8.2 to 11.5 feet at the shoulder, it is likely that at least some Syrian elephants were traded abroad. The, the favorite, and here's your, here's your Jeopardy trivia, Colin. Okay. The favorite and perhaps last surviving elephant of Hannibal's crossing of the Alps in 218 BC, dude Hannibal was like, let's take these elephants over the mountains. And they're like, are you sure? And he's like, I don't know, let's go. Well, I mean, why um, not? Yeah, let, you know, I, those mountains can't take my elephants. Um, so the, the last surviving elephant was an impressive animal named Surus, S-U-R-U-S, which stand, which means the Syrian, which may have been of Syrian stock, though the evidence yeah. remains ambiguous. It feels like if you name the elephants like Syrian, it'd be like naming a dog poodle and be like, we're kind of, it might be. <laughs> They're like, might actually, be he's else. from Bulgaria. Like, makes no <laughs> sense, but, you know, 
We just named him the Syrian because we thought it'd be funny. It's like in, in Forrest Gump and Tex, he was from Florida. Yeah. And Cleveland, he was from. <laughs> I mean, it, at that point, it's just like, it's like the ver- earliest version of a meme. And yeah, like, exactly. like oh, exactly. we got him. We caught him in Call- Syrian. He's not even from, he's not even remotely close from that area. <laughs> I sold him, I sold him a Corvette. Really? You sold him a Corvette? No, it was a, it was actually a Yugo, but I called it a Corvette and he bought it. I wrote so- Corvette in like permanent marker on it and he bought it. <laughs> Exactly. The Siri Suris was written on the side. And they're like, that's a this is a Syrian. You gotta pay me extra. So the Kelly Blue did, Book uh, says that this war exactly. elephant is worth the at Wakanda least a Blue thousand. Book says. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so why did elephants stop around uh the 15th century? And the answer is gunpowder. So oh, smart. um it's not because you can shoot an elephant with a musket or whatever sure elephants are like stop it they're like <laughs> you know get, get off me um but it's ca- cannons cannons oh. knock you over if you're an elephant uh, yeah i mean or I'm, more or more more or worse you know, yeah or much at, yeah. worse yeah i'm sure <laughs> at the very least you have an embarrassing fall um <laughs> oh man <laughs> oh my oh jesus my oh, trunk god red. this so, is Oh no! It, wait, was Soros watching? Every, but everyone oh, that's okay, on good. top of you, you're like, "Hey guys, are you?" Oh no! Oh, oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Like trying to, like, like Humpty Dumpty trying to put them back together. Like, oh no! <laughs> Someone get me some duct tape. Yeah. Um. It's like so, the Invincible uh, season, uh, season one finale. If you've watched that, you know exactly I, what I'm getting at. Yeah. The. Let's hey, you know what? In the future, let's say maybe I've watched it, and sure. then I know what you're talking about too. Honestly, hey Colin, side note, great rap, very good. I very I need good to find show. a way to rip myself away from this project to watch almost anything else. Uh, at I understand some point. that. I, I understand that. Yeah, but <laughs> the library's like, can we get our DVD back? And I'm like, hold on, I'm doing something. Um, <laughs> that, why does that sound so like, sinister? <laughs> hang on, my God. <laughs> trying to figure out where the elephants come into play. They're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> um, so then the last reason why they stopped being used is because humans, they're just real, real prideful people. Sure. They put the commanders up on the elephant. So it's like, mm. hey, see that guy on the elephant? Probably, probably the guy to shoot. Yeah, huge shoot target. that guy. Yeah, it yeah. becomes a huge, I mean, literal, <laughs> like putting them on a pedestal to be like, hey. Snipers. <laughs> Someone right. get me a musket. But that's not going to take out the elephant, Chief. Tesla, I got a plan. Man. Hold yeah, on. Like, hey, Don't worry. You get At me within point, 10 to 15 that. feet of him. I'm I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So then, so that's war elephants. They were there. They were great. Some of them were not so great. <laughs> and then they all got uh, taken over by gunpowder, basically. Sure. Um, people decided, you know, we'd rather walk. Um, so the, the last is a piece of trivia uh, about elephants appearing in Marvel Comics because I like talking about oh. the stuff we're talking about in Marvel Comics. Yeah, were there and Marvel the Bantu elephants? did not show up uh, in Marvel Comics that I could find. So sure. so maybe not. But elephants, it turns out, were in the were in six of the first ten issues of Marvel Mystery Comics. Interesting, which is like '30s. Let's start a comic book thing and yeah. call it Marvel. Um, and so they were in six of the first 10. They were also in Avengers number one and, okay. uh, 
Journey into Mystery, number 83, which is where we were introduced to Thor. So That is so interesting. Yeah, I, I was going to say, <laughs> Journey into Mystery is a, is a title that comes up a lot, <clears throat> Yeah, I think, in mm-hmm. this show. Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah. yeah um, I think that basically back in the 60s, people really, and I guess 30s to 60s, people were like, you know what would be weird? The zoo. <laughs> I mean, here's the and thing, then, though. Truth be told, elephants are cool. You know what I mean? They are cool. I like I elephants. Think I sh- they're, they're tight. So sure, yeah, put them in my com- comics. You know what I mean? Colin coming down hard in, in, in support of elephants. You heard it here first, folks. Um, the there was one. I think it was maybe in one of the Marvel mysteries mm-hmm. um, where it was it was a Kazar story. Um, who was like kind of like Tarzan, but don't say Tarzan, right, say Kazar because right, right. it's Marvel. Um, where like some animal got the power of one speech to control all the animals so it was like <laughs> what they okay like they they i guess kazar had to defeat the animals who are like banded together as like an animal army or whatever and so sure. elephants were one of those that was one of the things that's so. cool hey they've got yep. i mean they're big they got yeah. you know two sharp weapons on the front uh yeah. and a trunk you know that they can use to just toss people around i can see it i'm just saying I'd love to see an elephant superhero. Uh, first issue title: You can't be Saurus. An elephant uh, superhero would yeah, be yeah. tight, right? Like, okay, in a way, it's like you know BoJack Horseman. Yeah, it's like give me something that's like that's like humanoid body, but just like elephant head. Yeah, I'd be into I've, that. I would read that series immediately. Have you ever seen Babar? Do you yeah. know Babar? <laughs> yeah, I re- it's it's Babar. Like, what if Babar but gritty? Like real if gritty. Babar suddenly like was like, "Hey, I could take a man's life, but I could also protect a man's life." Right. Time to hit I the could, streets. It, exactly. Although we could make we could make Babar the supervillain because oh. I believe he is an African king as well. He goes to war against Wakanda, and we see we see oh which God. animal wins, panther or elephant. You know what I mean? Good lord, yeah. Marvel, we got all these ideas. Hey, Get yeah. Babar. Seriously, how are we not in charge of something <laughs> at this point, right? Four or five episodes We're in charge in. of elephant placement from here on out. Uh, we put elephants in everything. <laughs> yep. You know what? That's it. Get rid of the Audi cars. From now on, elephants only. That's right. We, and we work for peanuts. So that's a, that's ha, a good ha, budgetary ha, thing. Ha, <laughs> ha, 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 and, ha. and that's it. That's all I have on, on the period of time from about 3000 BC to about 200 AD in eight seconds. So there we are. Cool. Well, uh, if that's it, then I guess uh, it's time to let you know where you can find us, which is at Timeline Scav on Twitter and on Instagram. Uh, I, at the time of recording this, discovered how to uh, schedule uh, more than a week's worth of posts. Uh, So I, again, like you'll hear this episode after it's already happened. But uh, Mm -hmm. next week, the week of premiere of the show is Ant-Man week. Uh, and it per, it has five days of Ant-Man and Thanos comics. I mean, not comics, I mean memes. Uh, so, you know, get ready for oh, those. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> those are fun uh, because nice. I've got like 20 of them. So I was like, let's just get five of them out of the way immediately. Um, when you were when you were scheduling that, I yeah. was I was standing in the doorway being like, this is nice. This is really nice. And you're like, get out. <laughs> I was like, James, you are a thousand miles away from home. <laughs> what did you tell your family? Uh, no. Yeah. So timeline scav Twitter and Instagram. 
uh, to find out all about uh, the show and updates and everything like that. Um, I like to do polls on the Twitter. Yes, try and think of uh, yep. cool tie-ins, Marvel tie-ins. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, please be sure to check out uh, the wonderful artist who gave us our uh, before and after music. Our intro and outro music is what I should have said there, uh, and that is uh, <laughs> Nick Bramald. Uh, that is at N Bramald on Twitter, uh, and his website is also going to be in the show notes. Uh, How do you spell Bramald? B-R-A-M-A-L-D. Cool. Maybe it's Bramald. I probably should ask how to pronounce his name. I'll do that before, not the next episode, but definitely a couple episodes from now because we record these in (laughs) batches. So uh, I might get it wrong for a couple. Sorry. (laughs) Uh, And then also uh, check out the Scavengers Network at Scavengers Net on Twitter uh, and find me personally at Colin M. Parker. Uh, James, where can people find you? People can find me writing my Twitter war elephant at unabashed James. Uh, and why don't you tell us about the Patreon? Sure. The Patreon is at patreon.com slash the scavengers network for $2 a month. You can get access to all sorts of bonus content uh, from our show and from other shows. Some of which we're on, some of which we're not on. Uh, but it's just a, it's just a, a treasure trove of great bonus content. We're gonna be working on bonus content for this show, as so we can we can get some of that uh, dripping into the the Patreon. You know, we gotta spread out our bonus content as we will need uh, to have bonus content forever. But we're gonna start start injecting a little bit of bonus content in there from this show. But there's already a huge back catalog of bonus content. So join up Patreon.com/slash/TheScavengersNetwork for two dollars a month. Uh, Well, thank you so much for joining us here on Timeline Scavengers. As always, I am Colin Parker. And I'm James Anderson. Excelsior! Colin, you want to hear a joke? Yeah. What do you get when you combine an elephant and a rhino? Hell if I know. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.